This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Today we're going to talk about something to look forward to. And it's something that we grew up with our whole lives, right? And like, oh, this weekend I'm going to see my cousins or then my quinceañera and then graduating high school. We always have something to look forward to and it filled us with a very uh, big amount of hope and excitement. And then you are in your career and what do you have to look forward to? Mario, what do you look forward to? Well, it's it's that development, right? Each day getting better uh, and then making an impact, right? Career development is also making an impact, not so much. It's both ways. It's what you you get out of it and what you give out from it as well. Um, so a couple, couple of things that I would say uh, or a few things that I would say around career development is first off, uh, get a coach or a mentor, right? That knows the industry that you're in or that specific segment that you're in. Uh, secondly, would be, be a student of, of that industry. And what can you learn from that? And then third would be share that. Share that with someone else. Prepare someone else, right? Pay it forward. Create that bench for the next up and coming talent as well. So Nayeli, uh, how do you prepare? How do you prepare for 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 this career development and and really having something to look for? How, how, what are some best practices? You know, we we say what do we say, hombre preparado vale por dos. Mm-hmm. And so when you prepare, preparedness is what's going to give you that that confidence. You know, we we've seen it our whole lives. Think about like that test you studied for in the seventh grade, and think about the test you didn't study for. So true. Uh, one thing we know is that our charm. And the majority of the Latin community is very charming, but our term can only get us so far. Mm-hmm. So being prepared is backing backing up the charm. So that may be knowing your industry, knowing, you know, compliance, regulations, how you can and can't operate. What are the social norms and what are the professional norms within your organization? Studying them and then making them your own. And it's important because I don't, you know, I don't want that to sound like I'm saying whitewash yourself. What I'm saying is if if there's a dress code or if there's like um, a punctuality code, you know, I remember there was uh, an organization I worked with and, you know, they would say, if you're on time, you're late. And I think that might have been a Henry Ford thing or I can't remember who said it originally. But if you're on time, you're late. Everyone was expected to be to the meetings five minutes early. And so I made sure that I adopted that. And that took some adjusting too, <laughs> but also just making sure I had, you know, my presentation. I had it also on an extra flash drive. I also had it printed. Um, probably don't have to do the print anymore, but being prepared so that if it could go wrong, I would be ready for it. And that way, when I got ready, I was I was on. And there's. There's also how you dress. So if you uh, if you see me present, I'm usually in a dress and it makes me feel the most confident. When I am presenting in front of a group, there's a certain look I like to have. It's where I find my comfort. And for some people, it may be jeans. For some people, it may be like a suit. It, it's whatever is yours. And that's your personal, that's your personal preparedness, right? So that's your battle armor. As you're leaving and I'm going to present or I'm going to be in front of a client, 
this is where I feel most confident. And then I extend that so that I could be most prepared for the meeting. Speaking of meetings, like you guys probably go to a ton of meetings. Absolutely. So meetings, uh, well, I think that the meetings that we have are intentional. It's for skill build. It's for for checking for for knowledge, inspecting for knowledge as well, and inspecting for what we expect, right? But most importantly, does our team have the resources to succeed is the biggest thing. And then exposing them to to knowledge on the different product lines that, that exist. And that goes generally for, for everyone that's listening. There's, there's sales meetings, right? And there's industry meetings, right? This is where you hone in on, on that craft. You understand the, the future updates that are happening as well. Uh, again, remember, we live in a technology world where everything constantly by the second is getting improved. So we want to stay abreast of all those updates as well. So industry conventions as well. And then networking, right? Networking is another piece that has to be intentional, uh, has to be a targeted audience uh, that relates to your your segment that you're working in as well, uh, because you're going to be around like-minded individuals. So when we're, there's two or more gathered in a room, there's a lot of a lot of synergy that's happening and creativity that's happening as well. Yeah. And, you know, I think about those national sales meetings and those conventions. You know, I remember one of the we had a couple different taglines, but we would say, one, nothing good comes of hanging out with your coworkers after 11 p.m. And then secondly was uh, no careers are made, but careers can be lost. Absolutely. And it's um, actually, I agree with the careers can be lost, but I also think careers can be made. Because when you're at those national sales meetings, you have the opportunity to talk to the senior, senior leadership, and you have the opportunity to make that first impression. And that's going to tell, that's how you're representing yourself in these, to your industry and to your senior leadership. So I know I always looked forward to the national sales meetings that I would go to. And I'm going to tell you a couple of things I would do. One, I would buy new dresses for the trip. I wanted to make sure, because my weight fluctuates, I wanted to make sure I had the right dress for my current weight. So I almost waited till like the last minute, which in this day and age, you can't even wait till the last minute because there's not even the right dresses. There's, there's not enough with supply chain issues. Um, so I would always you know, wait till like the week prior. And then I would get something that would make me feel comfortable. And I would splurge. That was the time that I would get like the matching earrings and necklace or things like that. Things that would make me feel comfortable. And then I'd always make sure I had the right shoes, knowing if I was going to stand or if I was going to walk or if it was like a trade show where we knew we were going to be walking the shows. I wanted to make sure I had the right shoes so that I wouldn't look like a wounded Bambi at the end of the day. So true. So that's the female perspective. As Capital One says, what's in your wallet? What did what would you bring to those meetings? Well, uh, preparedness, right? Yeah. You, you mentioned something that I want to circle back to. It's, it's called executive presence. So you're, you're overprepared. There's, there's no such thing that you can be overprepared. It's knowing your subject matter uh, seven layers deep because there's going to be questions, right? So then that, that's important because you only get sometimes one opportunity to make a lasting impression. So making sure that you're prepared. That says a, a lot. And to your your point is also knowing your audience. Who are you speaking to, right? Because the message is going to be different for every audience. Uh, I also believe in the personal appearance, right? Uh, if it's if it's uh, a polo wearing company, then you wear a polo, right? But if you're at an executive level, be you, right? right. Uh, I, I tend to wear a suit, suit and tie. Uh, and to your point, 
shine shoes. That's something that I've also learned as well. And 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 um, be well groomed, right? <laughs> well groomed because it has a lot to because you're on stage, and so people are viewing you, right? They're looking at you from 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 head to toe, and they're also uh, they're gauging your your talent and your knowledge as well. So pretty much aligned with, with, with your piece, but most important, being prepared and knowing your audience is, is the number one thing that I would say anyone should be preparing for as they walk into a meeting or a gathering. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corpcafecitos.com and drop us a message. One of the things I, I think we're losing is the notepad. And I, in my purse, 100% of the time, I have a notepad and a pen, sometimes multiple pens because I don't want one to run out of ink, super prepared. But <laughs> um, I'm a big believer, like you tell the other person that what they're saying is important by writing it down. And so I carry a notepad with me. I have a pen with me, chicle, curitas. I'm like, what if my shoe hurts me or something? I, you know, I want to make sure I'm prepared. I have my computer. I have a charger. I have a portable battery pack. I have everything so that not only am I prepared for me, but if someone needs help, I can also help them. Because when you help someone, especially at these types of events, you could form a new relationship or a new network. Yeah, you're, you're seizing the moment. Yeah, right? you're seizing the moment for that for being prepared as well. Uh, and, and to your point, writing stuff down, there's been studies that you retain more mentally because you wrote it down physically as opposed to any electronic gadget or an iPad. It's different when you're putting it on paper. So, And yes, it, it's, you're taking the time and those speakers that are, that are also seeing that, that you're appreciating because who knows how many hours it took for them to get prepared for that presentation. So it means something to you and it means something to that person. So that resonates as well. I was at a, I remember I was at a trade show and Steve Reinemann, who was the CEO of PepsiCo before Indra, um, he was there and he asked me if I'd take a picture of him and his daughter. And I was like, yes. And, and he was like, here's my email address. And I was like, I know your email address, sir. <laughs> um, but it was, I was so happy that I was there at that moment. Cause then I also sent him an email and I included like, some things I was working on and who I was and what team I was on. And it kind of like, I knew at that point he knew me or he'd remember me. You made that lasting impression and that personal connection as well because you served. Right. Right. And so that, that you opened a door, right? So that's another thing too, something to look forward to. Look at every individual as a door that, that potentially they can open for you as well. And that you are a door that you can open for them as well. So be heavily interested in what is it that that individual is looking to get out of that participation of that event as well and share yours as well. So that's where your proposition statement comes into play. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what happens after that something to look forward to has passed. So, you know, when you have a baby, a, a lot of women, um, we suffer from postpartum depression. They've actually found this to be 
in other elements of our life, not just um, with having a baby. That's probably the the one it's most relatable to. But they found even like with wedding planning, because you've been looking forward to this day and then you have the day and then it's gone. And so you have like this postpartum depression, this post-depression from the event. And I think part of how you have to think about it professionally is like, okay, you get this raise or you get this promotion and then you might hit a slump mm-hmm. of like, now I don't have anything to look forward to or I got it and, and whatnot. And so I think we have to be in a continuous state of challenging ourselves to learn and build or look for that next thing. Um, whether it's, you know, like I'm trying to learn another language in Duolingo or like trying to like keep, keep motivating yourself. It's an important thing. You said like you, you've increased now that you got your pay. What, what are you going to do with that? So the intentionality behind it, right? Yeah. And what that could feed, right? It's not so much just linear where it's just careers feeding yourself. What can your career and, and the revenues that you're obtaining for your career, what other areas can that spill into? That's a great point and a great reminder for all of us as well. Right. And even, you know, like I remember one of my transitions, I like what I was looking forward to was that traveling and spending time at home. And other times, you know, what I was looking forward to was being more hands-on or building something new. And so, um, you know, although, you know, financially it's a huge driver, right? It's why we work. Right. Uh, there's also intrinsic benefits that go beyond just what we're paid. And so finding those motivators as well can be a huge push to keep you engaged and looking forward. Yeah, I think in all this, it's just taking that time to reflect, right? Taking that time to reflect on how this impacts so many areas of your life. So that's that's something to look forward to as well. Yeah. Just taking the time <laughs> to pause and be with one, right? Like what's going on? I, uh, I always look forward to Christmas. So I start decorating uh, right after my birthday and my husband won't let me start before October or like before Halloween. Halloween. He says Halloween has to be put away before we could put up Christmas. Great stuff. <laughs> well, great conversation today on sharing uh, on this topic of something to look forward to. Uh, we look forward for you to tune in on our next podcast as well. I'm Mario Rodriguez. And I'm Nayeli Suarez-Gas. And this is Corp Cafecito. We'll see you at the next podcast. <laughs> Adios. Bye-bye. Please check us out at corpcafecito.com and drop us a message.